Welcome to the Disney View Podcast. Dave is a dreamer and an engineer. He's a one-time cast member, and he's been to Disney World literally hundreds of times. Listen in as he talks about one of his favorite things, the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, and occasionally beyond the Orlando theme park. And now, here's your host. Please stand clear of the podcaster. Por favor, manténganse alejado del David. Hey everyone, it's Dave. Welcome to another edition of Dave's Disney View Podcast. Well, I've reached a milestone in, in podcasting, and that's that this is my 100th podcast. I'm very excited that I've been able to complete 99 podcasts to this point, and I hope to have at least another 100 coming your way and hope to have some great guests and some great shows coming up. But to celebrate the fact that this is a milestone and this is podcast number 100, I wanted to celebrate 100 great things about Disney. So what I'm going to do is present to you a list of 100 things. You could maybe think about these as sort of a bucket list, things you might want to do at Walt Disney World at some point in the future, or maybe you've done some of these things. Feel free to comment on them. If you have additional things you'd like to add, feel free to add them on my uh, show notes over at DisneyPodcast.net. Also, if you've uh, completed this to some degree or some portion of them, let me know about that too. I think it's kind of fun to be a little interactive and see how other people did. Now, this list is in no particular order. I've just put together a list of 100 things that I think are cool to do at Walt Disney World, and I hope you uh, enjoy them, and uh, let's get started with them. Dave's Bucket List, 100 through 91. First off on my list, eat a Dole Whip from Aloha Isle, or uh, an orange swirl over from uh, the Adventureland Veranda. Either one of those are pretty cool, and I think uh, you'll you'll enjoy the, uh, the tastiness of them both. How about swimming with the sharks over at Typhoon Lagoon? Take a little trip uh, away from Walt Disney World, just a short distance, and go to the Town of Celebration, which is actually a Walt Disney-owned property. And it's kind of a fun little town that they've set up uh, where the uh, residents are actually living on Disney property, to a point. There's a lot of uh, legal ramifications to that. How about getting yourself invited to be in a street performance show somewhere on property? There's a lot of street performances going on, and a lot of times they pick someone out of the, ca- out of the crowd to uh, join their show. Uh, how about getting yourself organized into one of those? At Christmas time, one of the things you can do is listen to the Christmas storytellers in each country in Epcot. How about doing a scavenger hunt at one of the Disney parks? Anyone is good, uh, and uh, there's a number of scavenger hunts that are available online. How about going to Disney Quest and riding a virtual roller coaster? How about visiting the conservation station at the Animal Kingdom? There's a thing over at the Animal Kingdom called the Cretaceous Trail. Uh, how about I, I suggest walking that and then visiting with Sue, the largest and most complete T-Rex ever, assemb- ever found and assembled. Catch the fireworks from on top of the Contemporary or the Bay Lake Towers so you can see it from that vantage point. 90 through 81. Before you go on your trip... Get a customized map from DisneyWorld.com. Here's one for you from Epcot. You can dive or snorkel in the big tank in the seas with Nemo and friends. Another fun thing you can do is catch the Hoop-dee-doo musical review over at uh, Fort Wilderness. When you meet Peter Pan, see if you can get him to crow with you. It's a lot of fun to interact with him in particular. He acts very childlike, and it's a lot of fun. If you can get him to crow, and you can crow with him, man, that's a winner. Go to the Whispering Canyon Cafe. And ask for ketchup. 
go to the Monsters, Inc. laugh floor and be that guy. You know, the one that's that guy. How about riding Expedition Everest when it's dark outside? It's a completely different experience. Another show to see is the Spirit of Aloha show at the Polynesian Resort Hotel. It's offered most evenings, uh, and it's something that's really fun to see. How about taking a boat ride like the Friendship Boats between the Boardwalk Resorts, the Studios, and Epcot? You can just ride it around for hours if you want to. One thing that you should do is eat at a signature restaurant. Pick one you like, make a reservation, and sit down and eat there. You will not be disappointed. The signature restaurants are very, very good. 80 through 71. Before the Wishes uh, Fireworks Spectacular, Tinkerbell always comes down from the castle and lands over in, uh, on the Tomorrowland Terrace. Stand in a place where Tinkerbell can kind of fly over your head so you can kind of get that pixie dust on you. Here's one. See the Headless Horseman ride down Main Street. How do you see the Headless Horseman? Well, you have to attend, attend the uh, Mickey's uh, Not-So-Scary Halloween Party and see the Halloween Parade. Take your kids to either the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique and or the Pirates League and let them get uh, dressed up as a princess or a pirate and uh, really relish that moment. On the other side, being an adult, how about drinking your way around the world in Epcot? It's a fun way to kind of spend a little time. Just remember not to get too drunk and forget your kids. In the Magic Kingdom, ride any of the vehicles from the train station up to the castle. There's a number of different vehicles that are available, and they run at different times during the week and during the day. Uh, at the very least, you could ride the horse-drawn carriage. If, at the very best, you might be able to ride one of the uh, fire trucks that goes up there. Over at Fort Wilderness, there's a wagon ride, a hay ride, that's offered every evening. Uh, that's a fun thing to do, and I recommend that you do that at some point. Something fun for everyone, pin trade. Just go around and pin trade. And remember, there's a really cool app for managing your pins that's available in iTunes. Hint, hint, hint. How about taking a fireworks cruise? That's a lot of fun, and you can go out and watch the fireworks at Epcot uh, while you're in one of, the, one of the boats that they offer there. And if you're lucky enough to get the Breathless, all the better. Take a tour of the Animal Kingdom Lodge. They have the largest collection of African art outside of a museum, and few people know that you can have a guided tour. Wherever you go on property, wear an anniversary button. You'll get so much attention from cast members, it's, a great, it's great fun. You may even get some attention from other guests. Trust me, I do it all the time. 70 through 61. Something really special you can do if you happen to see a Make-A-Wish family that's there at the parks and they're meeting with a character. Take some time and just watch that encounter. It's always something special and a little bit tear-jerking. Uh, it's really something uh, neat that, uh, that you can do, and Disney um, really does a nice job of pulling out all the stops for these Make-A-Wish kids. Go over to Tom Sawyer's Island and find paintbrushes. Oh, don't know about that? Hmm, it's something fun you can do. There's paintbrushes that are laid out every day, and if you bring them back to the uh, cast members on the dock, they'll give you a special surprise. How about riding all of the mountains in Disney World in one day? So you could ride Everest, Big Thunder, Space, and Splash Mountain in the same day. Yeah, three of them are in the same park, but one of them is in another park, so you'd have to do a little park hopping. Another place to watch the uh, fireworks is from the beach at the Polynesian Hotel. That's a really special place to see it, and I, I recommend doing that at some point in your life. Put it on your bucket list. It's a lot of fun. And speaking of the uh, Polynesian, how about staying in a deluxe resort on the monorail loop? Any one of the three hotels there is a great experience, um, at least in terms of being there on the monorail loop and being able to hop right into Disney World and go back to your pool and your hotel room and just enjoy yourself. Not that I don't recommend the other high-end hotels, the deluxe hotels and other, other parts of the park, but there's something special about being on the monorail loop. When you're in the Magic Kingdom, ask the cast member if you can drive the riverboat. 
You might be surprised at their answer. Go over to Beaches and Cream uh, in the Beach Club Resort and order the kitchen sink. It is a mammoth amount of ice cream, but you and the family will absolutely have some fun chowing down on it. You can never go wrong by getting your hair cut in the Main Street Barbershop, in the Harmony Barbershop. It's a lot of fun, and it's just a special experience getting your hair cut there. Tell them it's your first time getting your hair cut there, and they will ham it up as much as you want. You can also get your kid's first haircut there. Take one of the safari expeditions out into the uh, savannah at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And hopefully, when you get an opportunity, you'll hear a lion roar. There's really something neat about being there and hearing the lion roar right near you, uh, where you get a chance to really experience it firsthand. Of course, that's one you can never plan for because you never know when the lion's going to roar. But if you get lucky, it's something that's really pretty neat. How about riding a ski lift somewhere on Disney property? Well, you can do that over at Blizzard Beach. You take the ski lift up to the top part of the park. You can either ride down Team Boat Springs or uh, go down the Crush and Gusher and uh, make your way back to the bottom. 60 through 51. Something fun you can do. Rent a boat and take to the waterways. Uh, best bet, a water mouse in the Seven Seas Lagoon is a lot of fun. Those are those little speed boats that you're able to go around and be able to go through the Seven Seas Lagoon and cross over into Bay Lake. Man, those are fun. They rent them by the hour at uh, each of the hotels that's on the, on the loop there, uh, and it's a great way to spend an afternoon or a morning and just having a little fun doing something really different. Also on the uh, Seven Seas Lagoon, you'll see the electrical water pageant that comes out each evening. I highly recommend spending one evening and just watching it from a location. You can check at guest services to find out what time it's going to come by your hotel or when it's going to come by the Magic Kingdom. It's a lot of fun, and it's a really fun little show that goes on that's on the water. Most of the deluxe resorts offer a carriage ride. That's really kind of an unknown thing. Most people don't know that they do that, but a carriage ride can be a really sweet experience, uh, and I highly recommend doing that at some point. For those of you who are a little more commando, try using touring plans to maximize the trip into the park and see how many rides you can hit in a single day. I think the record was something like 75 rides. Think you can beat it? On a related note, just try and get to all four parks in a single day. Here's another one for you. All of the parks have live performances, and I'm not talking about just the interactive shows that are going on, but I'm talking about some of the musical performances that go on at various places. Stop and listen to one of those sometime. Just, you know, kick back, relax, and enjoy it. If you're in Canada, you might like to hear Off Kilter. If you're over somewhere in the Animal Kingdom, you might get uh, some, some uh, traditional drums being played. Uh, maybe uh, mulch, sweat, and tears over in the uh, studios. Any way you look at it, they're a lot of fun. Just sit and watch one of these shows. It's a good time. It's really something special that most people kind of overlook as they're passing on to their next attraction. Here's one that doesn't cost very much money. Start a collection of pressed pennies. The pressed pennies typically cost 50 cents plus the penny. So for 51 cents, you're going home with a cute little souvenir of some, uh, some experience in the park. It's kind of fun to find these pressed penny machines. And when you do find them, usually there's three choices to choose from. And you may take one, two, or all three. But it's a fun way to take home a little souvenir, and it really doesn't take up much space. The Wilderness Lodge offers a uh, tour most mornings, and you can take it uh, free of charge, just go, show up at the Wilderness Lodge at the appropriate time, and they'll take you around and show you the lodge and some of the uh, traditional paintings and things that they have hanging there. Each afternoon at 5 p.m., the Magic Kingdom has a flag retreat ceremony. This is a kind of a fun experience. It's something really different, and it's, it's, kind, of, it's kind of patriotic and has some uh, interest behind it. So I recommend you uh, take a few minutes and watch one of those one afternoon. 
Most people don't know there are two Segway tours that are offered. One is offered in Epcot. The other is in Fort Wilderness. It's a more off-the-beaten-path type exhibit. So you might want to check out either or both of those. Dave's Bucket List, 50 through 41. Another thing to do, take a stroll between the Polynesian Hotel and the Grand Floridian. And stop in and see the wedding pavilion. As long as there's not a wedding going on, you can just kind of poke your head in and look around. Something else you can do, look for the talking trash can, the talking water fountain, the talking bush, and the key under the mat. Don't know where these things are? Well, that's up to you to find them. But they do appear in different parks, I'll give you that hint. Over at the Animal Kingdom, I recommend looking for Divine. And this artist really becomes a plant. It's the most amazing thing. It's almost almost strange and weird in a way, but uh, the artist is, is uh, mimicking a plant, and it's really kind of cool. Take an afternoon or a morning and just walk along Main Street and check out all the windows along Main Street and try and figure out who each of the people are that are represented in there. How about playing miniature golf at any of the miniature golf courses that are on property? You have the Winter Summerland and you have the Fantasia Mini Golf, um, and you can uh, check out any of those that you want. There's a special program that's called Dine with an Imagineer, which seems like it would be a lot of fun because you can sit down and ask an Imagineer questions and pick their brain a little bit about Imagineering at Walt Disney World. How about going to Star Wars Weekend one year? Just go down and be a Star Wars geek and have some fun. Over at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you can observe the animals on the savanna. Just go out on the uh, savanna, go through the lodge, go to the back part, and you can go out on the savanna and watch the animals out there. There's usually a guide out there to answer questions, and if it's nighttime, they have night vision goggles to help you see the animals even better. It's a really cool experience. Another one that's a little bit off the beaten path. There are three outlet stores in Central Florida. Um, there are two located in the Prime Outlets off International Drive and one more in the Premium Outlets off of Vineland. Um, you can get some park items for yourself, friends, or family. The great, part of it, uh, the great part about these places is they have a large selection of merchandise that's always changing, and they're heavily discounted, sometimes as much as 75% off their original ticketed price. So you can get something pretty cool for a very little price, and it's not that far away from, where you're, from the uh, Disney property. During uh, Christmas time, you want to go over and catch the Osborne family lights. 40 through 31. One thing I like to do every once in a while is just spend an afternoon people watching. How about catching an event like a spring training at the Wide World of Sports? The Atlanta Braves do their spring training there in March, and you can easily get tickets and go to lawn seating and have some fun. Over at Epcot, how about attending the Food and Wine Festival? Disney has five golf courses on property. You could go and golf at any one or maybe all of those. The Richard Predig Driving Experience exists just outside the Magic Kingdom. In fact, it's in the parking lot of the Magic Kingdom. You can get a chance to drive a NASCAR-style stock car or just ride along with someone else who's experienced at driving it. You can dance the night away at the Atlantic Dance Club or just hang out and watch dueling pianos at Jelly Rolls. Both of those are over at the uh, boardwalk. There's a boat that goes between downtown Disney and the uh, Dixie Landings or Port Orleans, the Riverside. And you can take that boat and ride it back and forth and just kind of have a, have a relaxing evening uh, as you go along between the two. There's a garden tour of the Yacht and Beach Club. Most people don't even know there's a garden there, but there's a garden tour that they do on a regular basis. Over at Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, there are three restaurants. There's Jiko, Boma, and Sana. And they offer an array of fascinating African and Indian dishes. 
But to help people feel more comfortable with uh, trying these new flavors, they offer a pre-dinner tasting tour featuring samples of their dishes beginning at 4 p.m. You just meet up at the uh, podium at Jico for both Boma and Jico because they're across from each other, or at Sana. And uh, they will take you in and let you try some of these sample these foods for free. How about just going camping at Fort Wilderness and roughing it a little bit? It's quasi-camping, as I like to say. It's very low wattage. 30 through 21. And while you're there, catch a campfire movie. Over at uh, Downtown Disney, you should see the Cirque du Soleil show, La Nuba. How about trying out for American Idol? You can rent a bike. Rentals of traditional bikes, two-person and four-person Surrey bikes are available at most moderate and deluxe resorts, as well as on the Disney Boardwalk area. And you can, like, take a little tour around and just kind of enjoy yourself a little bit as you go around. You can go fishing. There are chartered catch-and-release fishing excursions and dockside fishing locations at several resorts throughout Disney World. Just check around and you'll find them, and you can do a little fishing while you're there. The Grand Floridian and Saratoga Springs resorts each have spas uh, that you can that are open for you to visit. Over at the Fort Wilderness Campgrounds, there are horse and pony rides. You can go horseback riding as a part of your Disney World vacation. Over at the Fort Wilderness Tri-Circle D Ranch, you can uh, get on a horse and go for a ride. Another thing to do, send your kids on a pirate adventure. A two-hour pirate adventure on the Seven Seas Lagoon hunting for treasure is available. Or if your child is not interested in that, you could send them to a tea party with Alice in Wonderland. Each day a tea party is held at 1900 Park Fair in the Grand Floridian Resort for lunch, dessert, and tea. And both, the, both of these excursions or events are for children 4 to 12 years old. Something most people don't know you can do, you can go water skiing, parasailing, wakeboarding, or tubing at Sammy Duvall's Water Sports, located at the Contemporary Resorts Marina. Did you know you could play tennis at the Boardwalk or Contemporary Resort? 20 through 11. Or how about taking hula lessons over at the Polynesian Resort? If you're over in Epcot and looking for something to do, how about going through the Interventions area and checking out all of the cool exhibits they have in there? It's kind of a lot of fun. Once you get to know it, it's kind of interesting. There's a lot of interesting details there and learn about different things, fire safety, how to save money, all kinds of interesting things that you might not have thought of being at Disney World. You could go over to Downtown Disney and ride the characters in flight and see the world from a whole different point of view. How about attending the Flower and Garden Festival at Epcot? How about taking a round trip on the monorail, or maybe several? There are actually three loops you can go on. You can go on the Resort Loop, the Express Loop, both around the Magic Kingdom and around the resort hotels on that, on that loop, and then there's the uh, loop that goes from the Transportation and Ticket Center over to Epcot and back. How about this? Try and see as many different characters in one day as you can. Or, try and find as many obscure characters in a day as you can. No Mickey and Minnie for you. When you're over in Epcot, just try and catch a show at the America Gardens Theater. You'll be surprised at the wealth and breadth of shows that they have going on there, and sometimes it's, it's acts that you've heard of before playing something or doing something interesting. Or if you're there during the holiday season, you can catch the Candlelight Processional. Want to see it snow on Main Street? Go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and go to the uh, parade that they have there. You'll see the snow come down, and it's really kind of fun. It snows on Main Street in Florida. I haven't talked a whole lot about uh, attractions. Uh, there's, there's only been a couple that have come up. But one other one I like to recommend to people, ride the Jungle Cruise at night. Most people don't think about it. They think about it during the day because you see all of the different things that are there. It's a completely different experience at night, and I highly recommend it. Dave's Bucket List number 10. 
When you're over at the Animal Kingdom, watch the Flights of Wonder show. Most people kind of just pass by that attraction, and it's usually not that well attended. But it's kind of a fun show to see some, some, uh, some birds and uh, birds of prey doing different things there. Dave's Bucket List number nine. You can spend an afternoon or evening over at Downtown Disney. You can bowl, shop, dine, or just take in a movie. Dave's Bucket List number eight. How about finding a unique way to propose on Disney property? Or if it just happens that you're already married, find a unique way to tell that special someone that you love them. Dave's Bucket List number seven. Take one of the many tours that are offered. There's a lot to choose from. The uh, Behind the Seeds, the Keys to the Kingdom, etc., etc., etc. There's a number of the, them that you can choose from, but how about just taking a tour? Dave's Bucket List number six. One thing you can do is play Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Dave's Bucket List number five. Try some different foods, something other than the standard fare. Maybe ask at a restaurant or counter service what the least ordered dish is and just try that. Dave's Bucket List number four. Go to some of your favorite attractions, but check out the pre-shows that go on, like American Vibe or the Voices of Liberty or Four for a Dollar at Beauty and the Beast. Those are a lot of fun to see, and I'm sure you'll enjoy the experience as much as you enjoy the actual show. And the great part about it is, if you want to, after seeing the pre-show, you can just leave. Or you can hang around and see the show anyway. Dave's Bucket List number three. Work at getting a high score on Buzz Lightyear. That score of 999-999 is kind of hard to achieve, but I've seen it actually done. So uh, that, would be, that would be something fun to try and do. Dave's Bucket List number two. Another place to see the fireworks that's a great place is from the docks at Fort Wilderness. You can really see the fireworks there, and it's kind of a special experience because it's a little different being over at Fort Wilderness than it is over being in the, on the resort loop in the Magic Kingdom. Dave's Bucket List number one. And then finally, you could go on a quest for Hidden Mickeys. And I know a great app that allows you to do that. Hmm, where have I seen that app before? Oh yeah, that's mine. So uh, feel free to download that from iTunes as well. Well, there you go. That's 100 things that you can do at Disney World to put on your bucket list to have a little fun. And I hope you try out some of these, or all of these. For me, I've only done 60 of them. I was trying to come up with a list of things to do, and even though I came up with a list of 100... I've only done 60. I've got some work to do. I've got to get some of these other things in. My goodness, I better get started on that. So I'm off to work on these. And remember, if we can dream it, we really can do it. Bye now. Thank you for taking a ride with us on the Dave's Disney View podcast. Show notes, more information about this podcast, and about other great podcasts on the web, can be found at DisneyPodcast.net. Also, you'll find some links to Dave's iPhone applications. See and share hidden Mickeys or organize your pins when you go pin trading. Our thanks go to Craig, also known as Sound of Music. Craig produced the original music you hear in this podcast. You can find Craig's work at ReverbNation.com slash Sound A. Also, Our thanks go to Doug at GeekAcres.net for his continued contributions to the show. Now, please gather your personal belongings and watch your head and step as you exit. Show number 100.